everybody. This is Rebecca Warner, a.k.a. Beck with The Bend. Thanks for joining us. You can hear the buzzer probably in the background. We're doing things a little different today. I'm coming to you right from my hospital room. And you know what? It's still going to be a great show because we have Tigger there. He's there behind the wheel running the ship. And I'm in the hospital just trying to get better. Don't worry, though. I will be back at it soon enough. Just had a little hiccup in the road where I got a bit of an infection. Chemo and cancer with infections don't really go together. So there, I probably told you more than you needed to know. But thank you for tuning in. And you know what, Tigger? Good luck with the show. In all the years that I've done this, I have never had to go live with somebody from the hospital. So um, we're, we're obviously all pulling for you. No one more than than me, your fiance, of course. So how are you feeling? Give us an update. Tell us kind of what's going on, or I should say tell the listeners of, of what's happening and why it's happening. Well, first off, everyone, I thank you for following me on this journey. We know I've been dealing with the weeks of chemo, and I'm happy to report I wrapped up chemo last week, Thursday. Yay! We're going to be celebrating a bunch once I get out of the hospital. However, uh, with finishing up chemo, I did end up with a fever that has been going on for well over a week now, week and a half. And that is what brought me into the hospital. We're trying to figure out where the infection is. You don't really want to have infections when you're going through chemo. So that is kind of where we're at. We're kind of at a stalemate. I think that's the words you usually use, Tigger. Uh, so this is something new for, for both of us. But we're handling it, I think, just fine. If nothing else, this has given us each a little bit of break from one another. <laughs> so, honey, what would you like me to do for today's show? Who would you like me to talk to? Well, first off, I think you need to get a hold of Sean McCoy, you know, with Mickey's Mustard. I want to see if you can't grill him a little bit about winter grilling. Oh, I see how you did that. <laughs> and I'd love for you to get a hold of Justin Hampton from Ozarks Traditions TV. I know their hunting season just wrapped up there in Missouri. So I think he would be a great one to get on the show and find out how the season really did end for him. Well, honey, we're all pulling for you. And, uh, you know, thanks for letting me call in. And right now... We are kind of quarantined from each other. I'm fighting the crud, and you're you're in the hospital right now, and I don't I don't want to want to give my crud to you. So, um, hey, I love you, and get better. We're we're all rooting for you, and uh, I look for seeing you come home soon, dear. Hey, love you too, and I love all of you listeners as well. Thanks for sticking with me. And as I said, this is the first time that I have ever, ever done something like this. So, honey, no worries right now. I know you're listening as we speak. I got control of the big rig. So I'm going through your notes. And, yes, I've got Sean McCoy with Mickey's Mustard on the phone with me as we speak. And uh, one of the things, and I'm following your notes here, dear, and one of the things that you wanted to talk about was, A, after your chemotherapy, we wanted to celebrate. We wanted to cook and we wanted to grill. Well, as a lot of us are in the dark days of winter, as I call them, and sometimes the depression can set in because we are looking forward to spring fever and we still have cool temperatures and maybe the pit boss is in the shop and, and we aren't able to maybe use it the way that we want to because of the temperatures outside. So first off, I want to say, Sean McCoy, thank you for being part of, of Beck's crew, part of her team. I really appreciate that, as does she. And second, what have you done in, in terms of to kind of fight these wintertime blues when you want to do 
the Dutch oven cooking, you want to do the grilling, you want to do the campfire cooking, you want to do all of that. And I know there's a lot of people who are going to say, well, shoot, just cr- scrape that two feet of snow off the grill and <laughs> and fire it up. But, you know, for some people that works and some people that doesn't. So how do you fight the kind of those wintertime blues when you get anxious and you, uh, you know, you want to get out grilling other than moving across the country and living in beautiful Fort Worth right now? <laughs> Well, you know, it's, um, for me, it's, it's, uh, just getting out. I mean, it, it, it does get hard to get out, but, uh, you know, get up and get moving. Uh, there's, there's things that there's always things that you can do around the house. Um, and, and, you know, I, I'm a, I'm a big fan of the slow cooker. So, uh, during, during this time of the year, just because, you know, you can't get out and spend a lot of time on the grill or anything that you like. Although, you know, I think tonight, you know, with it being in the 70s, do I'll it. probably go home and gr- grill, don't grill do something. It, brother. <laughs> and I'll probably, I'll probably do it in, you know, a, a, a pair of shorts and, and Crocs and a T-shirt. So. <laughs> McCoy, I swear I will shut your microphone off right now. I will do it, brother. <laughs> you know, here's but, what what Beck and I have done to to kind of fight these these wintertime blues we we were talking about it uh, last episode we talked about it on our daily show a little bit was the experimentation and that yeah. was uh we got it in her head she had asked me she said uh, about making jerky and I said well you know I don't know I've been haven't really perfected it it just seems like it's one trying to like learn how to play golf I swear you just you can't get it the same every time <laughs> but I tell you what to help us with those wintertime blues when we want to be grilling, we want to be outside, we love, I mean, we absolutely love cooking, we started, we grabbed the dehydrator out and we started making different, you know, jerky recipes. And as you know, oh, yeah. okay, it, it's just not in four minutes you're going to make jerky. I mean, this is a couple of days from start to finish. <laughs> so we, that's what we've been doing is messing around with some different jerky recipes. And so what are those things that we can do you know, inside or even even in the shop to get us through, as I say, the dark days of winter, those wintertime blues. Yeah, I, I I totally agree with you on the whole experimentation. You know, there's there's so many videos and so many things you can watch on food, um, uh, you know, online or, or food programs or anything. You know, one of the things that I, I, I guess I, you know, a lot of people eat brisket. So it, it, mastering the craft of brisket right now for me is one of my big challenges. Um, and, and, you know, they got the low and slow and the, the thermometers and the paper and wrap it and stick it in a cooler. They got all kinds of things doing it. Um, you know, so that's one of the things I try to learn over, over the, the winter. It, it takes a little longer because the stuff's outside. Um, but, you know, one of my other things right now that I've started uh, toying with, I, I, I saw a video on online the other day about doing beef shanks. Oh. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Ooh. Carry on, brother. Uh-huh. Carry on. Carry on. Anyway, it's, uh, you know, smoking, smoking or slow cooking these beef shanks, you know, the whole beef shank. I mean, it's a... You know, it's a good 14 inches tall and that big old muscle of meat, you know, mound of meat wrapped all around that shank and, and, uh, you know, wrapping it up after it gets to a certain point. And these people were pouring in a little bit of, uh, um, 
beef broth in there to keep everything moist and everything. But that, when they pulled that off, I'm telling you, they just reached up there with the old tortilla and grabbed a hold of that that beef, and it pulled out of there like, oh, just it's amazing. And uh, you know, I, I I like doing that kind of stuff, learning how to cook that kind of stuff. Right. And because number one, most of the time those are cheaper cuts of meat, which right. I'm not, you know, either way, I, I like a good beef flavor when it comes to uh, eating beef. So I, I'm I'm a huge fan of the shank deal, oxtails, uh, brisket's another one. It's, you know, it's a rich, beefy taste. The, the ribs, uh, the beef ribs, the short ribs, I love doing those, uh, again, for your beefy taste. And then, you know, again, you go down to, okay, now what? Pork butt. I mean, if you haven't done one of those, those are... You know, there's so many things you can do with that stuff, too, and it's just, uh, I don't know. I just like experimenting, like you said, with all these different kind of things. It's time to break out the rubs. Right. You know, you, you, you break out some of them new rubs, or you might have got, uh, you know, guys get a lot of that stuff for, for Christmas from their kids and stuff. Start breaking them out, and that way you get ready for, you're ready for spring and summer when you bust out the grills and, and go on that camping trip and everything that you can uh you can have it perfected before you get there <laughs> that's exactly <laughs> right and and so and and i'm just going off the boss lady's notes here here's some different things and, and her and i we were talking about this when i when i had uh, went and visited her last night and she was saying when we are and, and she's absolutely right when we go camping with her crew with her family uh, we love grilling, and, and so much of the socialization is around food, of course, but then it's going and doing an activity, whatever that is. If that, that mm-hmm. people are going fishing, they're going hiking, they're on the kayaks, or whatever the case is. So at that point, we want to have our dishes perfected because we're sharing them with everybody else, right? Exactly. So use this time to practice to get everything just perfect and perfected so that when you are camping with your friends and family, you aren't wasting time practicing them. Oh, yeah, absolutely. The other thing is that, that, that I always find myself self doing is trying to trying to work on that whole New Year's resolution of losing weight. And I fail miserably at it. But uh, this year I seem to be on the right track so far. But it, it's it's think about the other thing, you know, instead of the meat and I'm not, you know, I'm a huge beef fan and meat fan and everything and it, it but at the same time you know um start working on some of the vegetables too mm-hmm. because yeah. you know some of these vegetables like an eggplant squash zucchini uh spaghetti squash they've become some of my favorite things to to make just because of the again we go back to the seasoning and the rubs and everything you can do some of that stuff on your grill or in your smoker and totally change the taste of it and add some different things to it, and you're you're just like, what the heck was I doing here? This is this recipe right here is amazing, and it might not be your same old Brussels sprout mm-hmm. or broccoli or cauliflower or carrots or again squash, zucchini, whatever. But you know, with the, with the flavors and everything that that are out there as far as spices and and herbs and whatever, it you can take that whole meat game to a different level with your vegetable game and then, you know, start things off with a charcuterie board or, you know, there he goes. Different... <laughs> yeah, there I go. I'm off on the charcuterie <laughs> board, but, it, but again, it's those charcuterie boards. Um, 
throw in some more vegetables. That's that's where you could toss in some of the vegetables that are done a different way that just just make it uh, you know a little bit better. Experiment with some different cheeses. Not all cheeses are the same. Different parts of the country, different kinds of animals. You got your goat cheese. You got your yak cheese. You got your ox cheese. You got you know it's a time to experiment with stuff as a family that you can share later on with a group of friends when it comes to the spring and summer. Hey, Sean, thank you so much for the time. So in honor of the boss lady, I tell you what, crew, this weekend, get the grills out, get the pit bosses out, the griddles, the blackstones, the Dutch ovens, the cast iron, the smokers, the slow cookers, start a little campfire and regardless, go out, have some fun. Even if it's 40 below, let's, let's fight through it together And if you would, send back those pictures, send her those recipes, send her some videos. Let's cheer her up, shall we? You can fire those to bendradioshow at gmail.com, and you can always post on Facebook. So, crew, stick around. I believe in my notes here I'm supposed to. Aha! Justin Hampton, how was the deer hunting season in Missouri? We'll find out when we come back. The hunt is planned, the guide is booked, the trip is blocked off in the calendar, but one huge detail remains, preserving that trophy, creating a memory that will last a lifetime. Little Rack Taxidermy has that fast, friendly service to fulfill your taxidermy in a timely, professional manner. Reach out to Heather with Little Rack Taxidermy through Facebook at Little Rack Taxidermy or send an email to heatherjoe23 at hotmail.com. Little Rack Taxidermy, bringing back the natural look. Shooting ducks, skinning bucks, I'm a hunting princess in a pickup truck. We've all probably been in a situation where we needed to make a phone call and couldn't because we didn't have signal or reception. We couldn't get a text out, a message, nothing. It can be downright scary when it feels like we're cut off from the world and a person needs to be located or we need to locate someone. That's where Atlas Tracks comes in. Atlas Tracks owner, Carolyn Stash. It's called Atlas Tracks. We handle GPS trackers. We recently added safety products, so life rafts and satellite phones and all marine electronics. So it's beacons, safety gear, tracking devices that I can use anywhere? Absolutely. It's everywhere. I have personal beacons that people take hiking. I take mine skiing. Guys are taking them backcountry in Montana. So I do have people going deer hunting for days. They'll take them on their ATVs. But it's for every outdoor adventure, sport, needing to be located when you're out of cellular range. Head to atlastracks.com. That's tracks with an X, Atlas Tracks. Welcome back, everyone. Thanks for staying with us. Next on my list is Justin Hampton with Ozark Traditions TV. Just to put this into perspective geographically, Justin is about an hour, an hour and a half north into Missouri from the Arkansas County line. And I've got in my notes here that, Justin, I'm supposed to kind of razz you and gig you a little bit and give you the dickens and and ask you how was the hunting season, the deer hunting season this year in Missouri. And the reason that Beck said that I needed to tease you a little bit is according to a post that you had out a few days ago on your Facebook feed, and you said you had uh, some deer cam pictures that are amazing of some of these deer, and you said, well, thanks so much, brothers. We will see you again next year. So 
Give us your take of this, the good, bad, and the indifferent, and the ugly on it. It's been one of the best years and worst years, if that's possible. I seen these two deer on trail cam earlier in the year, which that's the picture that I posted on Facebook. They were still in velvet. And I thought, I'm going to set up on these two deer. This Where I set up is just a 40-acre spot. And it's not uncommon for us to have two good deer on this 40 acres. So I, I set up, and I went one day. I didn't see nothing. And then I started getting camera pictures of them again. I'm like, man, they're, they're coming in at almost dark. So I thought, I'm going to move in there. So I moved in there, and I think it was probably the third week of archery season. The first one finally showed up. He was with a, a five-pointer or six-pointer and another – 10 or 11 pointer. He just, he wasn't really the one I wanted. The, the bigger eight point was. And he came in and I, I walked it off, which that's a bad thing to do if you're archery hunting. Don't walk nothing off. And instead of arranging it, he came in and he stopped broadside. And, I, and while he was coming in, I was lowering my single pin sight because that's what I use. I thought, okay, he's at 38 yards. Well, he stopped broadside. I pulled back and I put it perfect, just a little bit higher than what I normally would because it was a little bit longer shot. And it just shot right under him. Oops. And I was like, you've got to be kidding me. What is going <laughs> on here? You know? Well, then I went back and rearranged it. Well, I was 10 yards off on my walking distance. So don't ever do that. If uh, you're chasing a big buck, don't walk it off. <laughs> right. Are you disappointed? in any in any way or do you look at it and say that's just that's just hunting man that's that's what we do those of us that live at the end of dirt roads at the time i was i was pretty beyond myself that i just <laughs> missed this is probably the biggest buck i've had an opportunity at in a while and i was i was pretty disappointed at the time but as season went on i was feeling more <laughs> grateful that i had just the opportunity you know and I was looking at it as like, hey, I learned something I can carry in next year. So the, the disappointment faded away pretty quick. Right. You know, I, I sit and I think about all the memories, and that's my point. I think about the memories, one of my best friends, all through high school, through college, and then when I was kind of, when I was living near our family's ranch, our big thing was to go uh, antelope bow hunting every year and we tried just in everything under the sun i mean and and you know what i'm talking about people have said to go antelope hunting you you just take a bed sheet and you walk across the prairie and you'll confuse them we tried every possible thing where we grew up to bow hunt these antelope but look at the memories that we have joel and i we're, we're still to this day the best of friends and and we we sh we still talk about these memories because we that was something that we have done, oh my gosh, for, for 20 years. And, uh, you know, we were not successful every year, but look at the laughs that we have. And, and really, that's, that's the part of it, is getting out, friends, family, even by yourself, enjoying nature, is just creating, creating a memory because that is what lasts. Yeah, the, the memories of hunting last longer than the trophies do is the way yeah, I look yeah. at it. Yeah, just the memories is is beyond you know i've got tons of memories and stuff that's like this year where i guided two youth hunts this year you know and they both took one took an eight pointer and the other one took a nine pointer off our place and and it was both their first deer so therefore i've got that memory that that's the best memory out of all year that i got to see two new hunters mm -hmm. harvest their first deer 
So, and I, and I got to razz them a little bit about telling them how they're going to be cursed from now on right. for killing, you know, bucks their first year. But, you know, they, they had fun, and, and I, hopefully they can look back on it in 20 years from now and say, you know, that guy helped me kill my first one I, and be grateful, you know. Well, and, and look at what has happened in the last year. Um, you know, you went from, you know, listening to me for, for several years on the radio to all of a sudden now here, you know, you're, you're one of, one of our family, you're one of Beck's crew yeah. with her, you know, and you guys are talking, you know, every other week and you're doing different things. So look at what, just in a short period of time, how anything in the, in the outdoors, just the common love of the outdoors, the common love of agriculture, the common love of yeah. conservation, the grass, the trees, the countryside, the air has, uh, has brought families together. That's what it's all about. It is. And you know, when I, when I kicked that door open to do my own thing and just kind of put myself out there, I never thought it would go as far as it's went and it's still going. Justin Hampton, thank you for taking some time out of your day to visit with us. And thank you for being part of Beck's team, part of her, her field staffers and for just being a good friend to her. I very much appreciate that. Now y'all, you can follow Justin along at Ozark Traditions TV. That's Ozark Traditions TV. It has been a tremendous ride for you and your crew, my friend. So congratulations and look forward to many more to come. Stick around, y'all. We've got the final band right after this. Looking for a guided turkey, <laughs> white-tailed deer, bow, or rifle hunt fully guided yet this fall? Yes. Look no further. Let Steve, Rob, and the fine folks from Wablo Creek Outfitters make your hunt happen. Yeah! Located in southwest Missouri, Wablo Creek Outfitters offers turkey and deer hunts designed for tree stand and ground blind hunting for both bow and rifle seasons. All-inclusive packages include comfortable bunkhouse-style accommodations, farm-fresh meals, and an experience that leaves you feeling like family. Yes. Now don't wait. A few spots for the fall 2021 remain and now booking for 2022 spring and fall hunts. Visit Wablo, spelled a little bit differently, that's W-E-A-U-B-L-E-A-U, WabloCreekOutfitters.com, or find us on Facebook at Wablo Creek Outfitters. Book your next adventure today. Wablo Creek Outfitters, W-E-A-U-B-L-E-A-U. Hey, we've made it through the holidays, and here in 2022, it's time to look forward to using those grills and smokers that you got for Christmas. Don't forget to head over to mickeysmustard.com. That's M-I-C-K-E-Y-S mustard.com. Add a little mustard on your chicken, your turkey, your fish, deviled eggs, smoke it, bake it, toss it, swirl it. You can have Mickey's mustard with just about anything. Check us out for your upcoming spring grilling season. Mickey'sMustard.com. Hey, welcome back, crew. Before we say fare thee well, Sean Ayer with Toxic Calls from Washington has this field update for y'all. Hey, everyone. Sean here from uh, Washington State calling and leaving a little bit of an update after the new year. Uh, ducks are getting kind of stale, although we've seen some new birds hit the area. They've definitely seen a decoy spread or two. Um, it's time to pull out some of the tricks from the hat, maybe smaller spread, maybe bigger spread, maybe less... Uh, Less uh, wind decoys and more jerk cords. Who knows? But if we're still out there chasing them. They're 
still got plenty of season left, although it's coming to a quick end. Um, we'll be out next couple of weekends chasing these things around, and uh, the weather weather maybe not as ducky as we'd like to see it. Um, we had some snow on the ground for a little bit and some uh, single-digit temperatures that froze up some of the small water, but uh, we're back in the 40s, overnight lows in the 30s, so now it's just time to go out and finish the season. I hope everybody's having a great start to the new year and uh, look forward to seeing what 2022 brings us. Happy hunting. Stay safe. Thank you much. Hey, thank you so much, Sean. Now, before we wrap it up for today, I want to say a big thank you to Sean McCoy, Justin Hampton, and actually all of those, and there are many, many, many of you that are part of, of Beck's team, Your her field staffers, everybody that is called in and and checking up on us. Appreciate y'all. So I'm going to kind of close this thing out with just a few last words from Sean and Justin. And Beck, I know you're listening to make sure that I get everything just right for you, and these two messages are right for you. Thank you again today for, for having me on. But more importantly, uh, you know, we wish Beck all the luck in the world and uh, speedy recovery. And uh, we're just uh, happy to be a part of her team and uh, just care an awful lot about you guys and uh, hope to see you guys back uh, back together again and, and hope to see her out uh, causing a little stink if she wants to because <laughs> uh, she probably deserves that. Uh, especially having to put up with you, but, uh, but then again, she, she deserves to, uh, get out and and enjoy this. And and we just want to wish her well and and hope she gets back into the studio. I'll start it this way. We're praying for her. We know it's rough what she's going through. And there's a lot of the, a lot of people praying for her down in the Southern part of Missouri. And as Beck says, a huge thank you to everyone who came around the band. If you have a field update, a topic we should investigate, or a tale of your own to share, send it this way. Call or text 305-900-BAND. That is 305-900-2363. Or you can email Beck at bendradioshow at gmail.com. A big thank you goes out to our partners, Atlas Tracks, Little Rack Taxidermy, Mickey's Mustard, Downtown Threads, Oklahoma, Ultimate Outdoor Adventures TV, Wablo Creek Outfitters, Ranch House Coffee, RFD TV, and the Cowboy Channel. On behalf of the Boss Lady, thanks for coming along with us today, and remember to catch back if you can next week on The Bend.